0: What's good, everybody, and welcome to Episode 2 of Playconomics Plus, your extra bit of weekly conversation breaking down all of the business behind the world of video games. I'm your host, Bobby Kowecki, and join with me, as always, the illustrious... The handsome. Whew. Matt, that's, is that's
1: OK. I was going to say you're both illustrious more...
0: and handsome. Yeah, I, uh, I'll take it. I'll take it. I'll take it for <laughs> Matt. That's yeah. all I got for you. That's right me, now, yeah, That's it's all I got totally for you. Good. If this is your first time listening, this is a weekly additional show that we do here on Play Economics, where we pick a topic. We dive deep on it. We have some conversations. We have some laughs, maybe some some tears, some catharsis. Did last, last week time. I was reunited with my long lost identical twin. This week, we're talking about esports. Talking about e-sports, esports, everything about them, the business behind them. And since Matt is the esports player, I'll let him tee this one off. I won't so, I won't waste anybody's time any longer with my dilly dallying. Over the last couple weeks,
1: we have had extremely Just major developments in esports and basically what we're trying to do or express on this podcast is that esports is the future of video games and as esports develop and grow the gaming industry itself is going to continue to get stronger and because of these collaborations that are happening due to esports popularity we're going to see a big uptrend in video games. So the first one we wanted to discuss today is an article from Esports Insider by Evan Evan Simic. Cool name. Yeah, I'm
0: sure. There's a a lot of accent marks in there. But it's a cool name.
1: Yeah, very cool name. However, it's FaZe Clan's announcement that they are going to collaborate with the NFL prior to the Super Bowl. And as I'm sure most people, if you're listening to this in the U.S., are aware, the Super Bowl is one of the biggest, and by that same note, the NFL is one of the biggest sporting leagues. If not, I think it actually is the most popular sport in the U.S., and the NFL is the biggest television event of the entire year. The fact-
0: for for context, not to cut you off, yeah. uh, six point five million for a thirty second Super Bowl spot.
1: Yeah, thirty second spot on any commercial, six point five million.
0: That's what I just. That's what Google's telling me.
1: Yeah, egregious amount. Everyone and their mother, probably also their brother, is watching this. And the fact that Phase Clan is slowly just getting its way into it is making this a really big deal. And it's a big deal for two reasons. One, is the collaboration itself. And two, how the collaboration came to be. And it's mostly due to Phase Clan's recruiting process and the fact that they are starting to take professional athletes, bring them into Phase Clan, and capture that demographic. And because you have that hyper competitive viewer, someone that's at watching competition at its absolute highest level, and then slowly introducing them into esports through games that are similar to what they're actually watching in real life, is a genius model. And where we kind of bridge the gap between video games and. Sports and eSports and actual sports and I'd love to hear your take Bobby on what you think the current how do you feel the perception is for eSports versus regular sports
0: I think we're at the point with eSports where we've kind of the the glass is cracking it's not shattered yet right okay where we see, the end goal, the the end product, where esports really crosses over and becomes a mainstream zeitgeist thing. Like I was recently in Las Vegas, and I had never seen at the or right next door, rather, to the Mandalay Bay, they have a entire the HyperX Esports Arena in Las mm-hmm. Vegas. Yep, right, right next to where Chris Angel pulls cards out of his ears. That's a big deal, right? That's a very big deal. And I think I think there's a lot of quick cash to be made here. Mm-hmm. But I think the people who are in this long term like phase who have their own IPO, who have a clothing brand, who have a G Fuel flavor, who incubate personalities under their content umbrella, I think they're one of the people who are doing it right and i completely agree with you where you know crossing in and starting to poach people from nfl stuff like that like yeah i'm always surprised like there's this guy from he's a ufc fighter his name's chris weidman uh and he's like i follow him on twitter and he's like he streams on twitch right like it's it's yep. so crazy. Like um there was a another UFC fighter I was watching a couple months back, like Z Laner, the guy the kid who streams with Doc. Yep. Had a UFC fighter on his on his stream. It's crazy. So I think full acceptance and full public perception integration is the future. We're not there yet, but we're well on our way.
1: Yeah, and that's I where think I'm we're- at. I think what uh, we were kind of like briefly discussing about how the like celebrity Twitch streamers, like the ones that aren't celebrities because they were Twitch streamers, the celebrity first then turn Twitch streamer is Like really, T-Pain? Yeah. First of all, Love subscribe right now here to Play Economics. Like us, subscribe, and then go on Twitch. Go to T-Pain's Twitch account. And watch it because it's Great.
0: Awesome. It's high quality.
1: And it's just a genius tactic because you're getting these people that would already draw a huge, huge, huge fan base. And just making them play video games. And then the smart game companies like FaZe, which they're predominantly doing with athletes. They're going up to these guys and they're like, listen, you can't play football forever. You can only, most people retire early 30s, mid 30s, and then they're done. These people could be celebrities forever, still competing. Like you're taking a hyper-competitive person and pushing them to something that they could compete in perpetually. You could borderline never stop playing video games. And I think it's a great content loop and I think as we see more people that are celebrity turned streamer, we're gonna get that legitimacy. And I think we're really starting with um, what's currently going on in the Virginia Commonwealth Games, where this year in the games they're not recognizing esports as a full participation where you can medal for it. You are getting a separate medal mm-hmm. and you're in a separate division, but it's housing it. You could it's compete. Something. Yeah, you could compete there. And then the plan is that if it goes well, we have the 2026 Commonwealth Games and those you can meddle in, in a real certified competition that recognizes other sports and isn't just an esports arena or an esports event or some type of BlizzCon or anything where it's all based on virtual and it's all based on actual esports you this is the first time they're slowly melding together into one identity under sports and i think that's where we see the legitimacy and we see that path that bobby was painting for us to move forward just in our research for this we're seeing esports on ESPN
0: and you're, you're you're seeing it on a lot of major sports yeah. networks. You're you're seeing, and just like you, to your point about you know celebrities turn streamers, I think it's the other way around just as much, right? Like I agree. so many so many uh, streamers have in their own right been able to develop and monetize their platform to ridiculous heights. I mean, Doc is a perfect example. Yeah, I, I and I've said it before. For as much hype ninja generated around you know his I, th- I think he has a clothing brand or or he did a collab with adidas and stuff like that like yep. for as, as much of a brand as ninja is i think doc i and again ninja doesn't have a fake autobiography about his uh, a real autobiography rather about his fake life ninja, <laughs> ninja's not opening a game studio ninja you know Ninja ninja has his own clothing like I'm going to make a bold statement here. And I was thinking about it preparing for this, but kind of speaking out loud here. Mm-hmm. Who is going to be the Jordan of esports? And what I mean by that is not in terms of, of skill, but who is going to be able to take their brand and transcend it to the point Who's going to make where, the shoes? Where, who's going to make the shoes, right? Because kids born today... Right? If you're a you know, figure 10, 12-year-old today, yep. and you were born in what? 2012. Yep. Unless you have like an older sibling or like are really into basketball, Jordan's relevant, but not as relevant as he was in the mid 90s and early 2000s, right? In terms of the sports zeitgeist, right? Right now it's Tom Brady. Right now it's Conor McGregor. Right now it's Cristiano Ronaldo. But Everybody who goes to the mall and every kid who goes to middle school and high school knows what a pair of Jordans is, even if they've never seen Jordan play.
1: Yes. That's what I'm saying. I thought you were just about to say that Jordan isn't – and you mentioned the relevant – okay, I see what you were doing there. I was about to absolutely fight you if you were to say Jordan – But yes, he's now more known for the clothing brand and the shoes – than with current population like current generation than he was as a basketball player
0: like lebron in 50 60 years will still be lebron james and he'll still be you know have all his titles and and all his you know sports clout yep but unless you kind of give a shit about basketball eh? oh cool like yeah oh babe ruth you know oh like like it would be that everybody knows what a pair of jordans is yeah
1: i agree and my question to you is now that you now that you got me thinking about it what's the product because i don't think it's shoes because jordan was able to market his own shoes because he was playing in them and they were out their athletic gear so they were relevant to what his brand was what does a gamer make? Because like controllers are too niche.
0: And, like, yes, yes, and, and I agree with you there. Like the, the 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 attach rate for a like PewDiePie, for example, PewDiePie has his own chair, has his own controllers, has his own keyboard. That's for a very specific sect of audience. I mean, what is what is a pair of Jordan? I'm not a sneaker head, but what does a pair of Jordans run like hundred bucks, hundred fifty bucks? Like your, your entry level jordan
1: yeah if you went to the store and bought one year just about that
0: okay and I, yeah i know there's like the collector's editions and stuff like that yeah. so what is your low barrier to entry for gaming i think it's a couple things number one i think it could be and this is not to get the nft people riled up some sort of in-game digital product that you know that expands on what a Twitch chat badge or a YouTube yep. chat badge would be. Some sort of digital identifier, right? The same way that the Jordan logo, the dude with the with the ball, that's how you know it's a pair of Jordans, oh, right?
1: Yeah. 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 And I think I'd want to say it's in the NFT space just because that's current... Like if you had asked me three years ago, I would not have said anything similar to an NFT, but now that it's here, it seems like the logical way to do. I and I think a lot of the um a lot of the Twitch personalities and a lot of the esports people missed out on the opportunity to capitalize on like headsets. And like
0: But not, the, see and again, and I, and I don't mean to and I don't mean to cut you off. It is universal, but that's where that in-between of partnerships comes in, right? Doc doesn't have his own headset brand, but Doc only wears Turtle Beaches, right? Like, that's what I'm saying.
1: I mean, yes, but, like, it's similar to what, like, Jordan did with Jordans. Like, they're a subset of Nike, and they just became wildly popular that they became their like their their own, like, mini brand. So, like, I'm saying kind of like Dre did Beats...
0: Mm, Yeah, he's
1: mm. not like he does not I guess that's a little more his own like singular brand that didn't come out from anywhere. But they were a product that existed. And then he made his own version of it. So what I'm thinking is like. And I like what you're saying with the like the in the NFT space where it's some type of digital commodity, because that's where we're all playing. And that's what makes it universal is because everyone that plays a video game has a username, has a like avatar of some sort, and they have some type of electronic identification of I am this person.
0: Exactly, right? That's why you get yeah. charms on your guns in and, and Apex and, and Warzone and, and skins in and Fortnite, right? Yep. But I don't think that's the long play. And I think, and again, this isn't, you know to beat the drum for doc i just think as a as as somebody like we do play economics right mm-hmm. you know with with a brand like ours and you look at a brand like docs and you're like holy shit like like look at what a guy in a costume was able to scale to g fuel flavor clothing line books uh game studio How much can be spun off and spun around from a singular idea, right? So I I think, I don't think it's clothes. I don't think it's peripherals. I think based on the landscape, it's digital offering of some kind. But there's got to be something more long tail. I just don't have an articulate answer for what that would be right now. Yeah, if I did it, we'd be much richer.
1: I'm right? <laughs> Plagonomics would have it tomorrow. But yeah, I the only issue I see with the digital thing is that I see that more as a collaboration. Like I see Doc getting a skin in Fortnite. Like that's what I see as the digital things. And like you're saying, it doesn't have the long 60 years later Jordans are still Jordans. People wear them, people know them, and it's a brand. And it's not going anywhere, and it's a very, very successful brand. What is it that a game studio can produce? Because at the end of the day, there's money to be made as an esports personality, and there's money to be made as a Twitch streamer. And just for context, we are going to pull up some of the most valuable esports companies?
0: Organizations, they're, they're, organizations, companies, Organizations,
1: yeah. organizations. Let's go from the bottom. So we have ESL, mm-hmm. Electronics, or Electronic Sporting League, and their current
0: valuation. Damn it, these bastards don't have a valuation. Wait, pause, I've got it. Oh, I'm nice. sorry, I've got it. And it might be inarticulate, but I, I was just mulling through it, and I've got it. You're talking about esports organization, and the light bulb went off. Hit me. The commodity is personalities, and the commodity is building yourself as an organization that you know kingmakers personalities. And what I mean by that is the Jordan. It's not going to be a product. It's going to be an offering. Whatever esports becomes the snl of video games esports organization that's the longest you know value prop so think about think think about this think about how many people actors comedians yep it you blood sweat and tears to get on snl because they know what it'll do for their career Think, think of th- Will Ferrell, Chris Farley, Adam Sandler's whole crew, uh, Chevy Chase, like Pete Davidson, Pete P- <laughs> P- David, but like yeah, I know
1: what you mean.
0: Andy Samberg, Jason Sudeikis, yeah. like, and I'm just just a uh, Tina Fey, Amy Poehler, like, yeah, uh, what's her name? Um, the she she's super popular now too. The blonde lady, uh.
1: Amy Poehler? No, you said that.
0: No, no, no. She's like the new Amy Poehler. Uh, uh. You got me. Brain fart. Brain. I haven't. I have watched SNL this? in quite a long time. <laughs> but Which she's a very. F- I know what you mean. She she does the Ellen Degeneres impersonation. Anyway, yes. you you know who I'm talking about. My point is that's the value prop of these organizations. So
1: you think it's the organization that could take diamond in the rough. And that's where they are going to give you the foundation where if you work by our model, if you're worth it, you can then go out on your own. Correct.
0: Correct. And I mean, and I mean, that's SNL was leaning into that for a long time in a way that legacy games media was kind of shocked with and I think is perfectly suited to eSports. Like, think about when, like, all the big names left IGN to do their own independent content work, right? Yep. They grew their brand under IGN and then spun off to do their own thing. Mm -hmm. Think about how many people grew their own brand under SNL and then spun off to do their own thing.
1: Yeah. So now, do you think it's more of the platform itself or do you think it's things like phase clan? Like, do you think it's phase clan or do you think it's Twitch that does that? Where like, I'm a streamer on Twitch and I developed my fan base. I developed here. Now I can go to any streaming service. I could do it on Facebook gaming. Or do you think it's, I signed with phase clan. I instantly got popular because I put phase in front of my name and now I don't need phase. Like now it's
0: just, Matt. I think both work. I mean, think about it this right, way. Yeah, I agree. Kevin Hart got rejected from SNL. He's still mm-hmm. Kevin Hart, right? True. Like, and that's not to say that you know being on SNL or being in Face Clan is a golden ticket. Like, yeah. for every Adam Sandler, David Spade, uh, Chris Farley, a- Andy Samberg, Will Ferrell, for any There's of somebody we don't remember that you have no idea, right? Yeah but it's more hits than misses, I feel like. And even if it's not, like even if you don't
1: hit and become, like you don't go from being Will Farrell on SNL to being Will Farrell's career post-SNL, you still have a solid career in SNL or in FaZe Clan. Mm-hmm. So even just that could be someone's goal. Because you just get to those organizations. So now the question is: Do you think the organizations that exist grow, or do you think new organizations show up?
0: Both. I think right now it's a bit of a land grab, and I I think gaming is changing so rapidly. Like think about (sighs) think about film, right? For a second here film has you know, I would say like cataclysmically large changes about every 10 years, right There's before Avatar and after Avatar there's before Titanic and after T- Titanic I understand those are both James Cameron movies yeah before end game after end game uh but even now like I was just watching Mandalorian and it's like, okay, we had a time before we could make someone as a believable young Luke Skywalker using completely computer and without, but that stuff is happening quicker and quicker and quicker. So I think that the, the, the organizations, the people, the marketers, the business that will win are the ones with their fingers in the most pies. And that might be the ones that have been around for the longest. FaZe, Cloud9, nine, Cloud nine, 100 Thieves, even though I'm pretty sure 100 yeah. Thieves is like the newer one on that list, right?
1: Yeah. No, I, I agree. I also think, and um, the article that we were discussing with Phase Clan announces the collaboration with the NFL also goes that Phase Clan is seemingly not stepping away from video games but they want it to be very known that they are not just about video games anymore. And it looks like they're going in a strictly like in a gaming direction. And I think what that opens up for them is kind of what we saw with the, um, like the way that all sports eventually go and
0: it goes to betting. Well, that's already a thing, right? Yeah. yeah, Esports
1: betting is definitely there. I'm saying that FaZe Clan is going to look to, like, it's going to be the esports to sports transition, and then it's going to be the esports, and sports hmm. marries the, like, gambling aspect of it.
0: So you think one of the orgs opens up their own book, basically?
1: Yeah, so I think we're going to get a FaZe Clan fan duel or FaZe Clan DraftKings. Hmm. And if... And I think that's where the big game long term money is, is once you start getting into the gaming industry and that type of entertainment, you have to open yourself up to the betting aspect of it, because that's where all these companies make money. They make money on the advertising. They make money on the like just entertainment value of it. But the real stuff is in gambling. And that's why we see if you go on ESPN and you watch any sports radio, every all every other
0: ad is FanDuel, DraftKings, FanDuel, MGM. G-
1: yeah. Do you know how many Jamie Foxx commercials M- I've seen?
0: <laughs> exactly.
1: That was a win. I said that was a Bet MGM win. Awesome commercial.
0: Yeah. It was all over Vegas when I went. I can imagine. I can imagine. It was all but- over there.
1: It's just, it's the natural progression. And as things get legitimized and they start being recognized as sports or in a tandem to sports, we're going to get betting. And I'm excited for it because I recently started getting, trying to like dive back into esports. And like really, currently I'm watching a lot of Apex Legends and the ALGS and things like that. But the amount that I follow... Football and basketball. I've never devoted that much time to esports. And I'm going to try it because there's it's got to be cool. Because I'm actually, I don't play basketball anymore. I've never played football. I currently play Apex. And like it's just a next level connection that I could have with all of this mm-hmm. content I'm consuming anyway. And I think it's going to be something special. But...
0: Go ahead. And if, no. no, I was going to say that as a sport, right? Mm-hmm. I think that's why esports have so much more potential than, let's say, football or basketball or anything like that, right? Yep. Because if I'm a kid, well, I can go out and play like Pee Wee football with my buddies or like T ball or whatever. But if it's raining, it might get rained out, or if it's snowing, they might call the game off. Uh, What have you. Yep. But I can always hop on and play Apex. And I would argue that with eSports, the barrier to get good is much lower than the barrier to get good at basketball, right? Like,
1: I I think it's marketable. Like you're seeing the... The streamers put out their courses, which all, like, I'm just gonna tell you right now if you're paying somebody $200 to teach you how to play video games, think just like really quick, just slowly reevaluate that decision. However, you could market this towards people. Like, you Mm -hmm. can, they have like the quarterback camps for your kids in like high school and college and things like that. The fact that this isn't already an esports thing. Is insane that you're not just having people do the like electronic like mouse over. You can't see my mouse, but like the thing where you're trying to hit the targets fast enough to make your aim better, and having that in this big stadium, crazy esports training arena, pocket it.
0: I guess the, the the real the real you know direction I, I think we should take the conversation from here is. Because I, I see the articles you've got up here, and it's, it's esports, it's it's you know partnering with Mercedes. The real question going forward, because we've touched on a lot, is I'm trying to think how to best quantify this. When it comes to legitimacy or widespread adoption. Do you think esports is good? Do you think it's a frog soup? You know what I mean when I say frog soup? No. Nope. All right, so there, there's this uh, theory where it's like gradual. You don't notice gradual change over time. So the, the the thing is like if you put a frog in a pot of water and the pot of water is boiling, the frog is going to jump out. But if you put a frog in, in a pot of like lukewarm water and slowly over time raise the temperature, eventually you're going to get frog soup. Yep. Do you think which one of those versions is it going to be in your mind where one day we wake up and it's 10 years from now and esports is just this ubiquitous thing where it's not just a really targeted audience that's enjoying and taking part at a really deep level in it? Or is there going to be something where it's like, damn, everybody's on e- esports now? You so know what I'm mean?
1: saying? Is it a big jump 10 years from now or is it like a gradual slow burn into it?
0: Yeah. And it does, the jump doesn't have to be 10 years ago. Is it going to be a jump or is it going to be a slow burn?
1: No, I think it's current. I think we're sitting in the slow burn. Like, I think if you talk to us in 10 years from now, it's going to feel like it was a jump. But I think real. Like if you, and I think it's going to be hindsight. Like you're going to look at it in 10 years and you're going to see these strategic steps and you're going to see every six months, every year, we're getting closer and closer and closer. And you're going to see, because like if I hadn't pulled up this article about the Virginia Commonwealth allowing esports in as an event, would you have known that? No. See, that, and that's that's why I, wanna, I was curious, yeah. And then, but if in, uh, where's the, the next olympics wherever it is if qatar, all of us
0: are i think
1: it Hold i on. think you're right i think the 2026 or 2024
0: the no cause it, 24 cuz didn't we doesn't usa i think it's no paris 24 okay paris 24 uh, la 28 nice and brisbane why well, do i think qatar what is this world I cup i could sw- Maybe that's
1: it. Maybe it is. Regardless, but like all of a sudden, if they when they show up in one of those, everyone's going to be like, "How did this get here?" Blah blah blah. Video games. Why are they like part of this? And it's a slow burn. You got Phase partnering with um, the NFL. You have ATK partnering with Mercedes Benz in a for their Dota or their League of Legends teams and their sim racing teams. And then you got um, the Commonwealth introducing esports into a offshoot where you can medal, but it's not the real medal and then slowly transitioning and it's there. I think it's going to seem like a big jump because it's going to hit something mainstream and it's going to hit it really hard. It's going to hit the Olympics or you're going to see an esports event. You're going to see like. I'm trying to think of what the problem is there's so many like there's so many different video games, which is why I think it's going to be hard for it to get like super, super popular because like the most popular esports Dota and I don't watch it because I don't play that game. See, you said that
0: I almost more than League of
1: Legends. I would say League of Legends. I think it might. The most revenue has been
0: generated out of Dota. Like, it might not be the most popular currently. No, biggest uh, esports game by by prize money. I'm looking at USA Today. Yeah. So it's Dota 2, CSGO, PUBG. Wow. Fortnite 6 and League is 7th. Maybe because they've been around for a while. But Dota's been around for a while, too. Yeah. Hmm. Interesting. But,
1: but what I'm saying is, like, because they're so. Like, how many professional sports leagues are there? And they. I, I mean. But now that I say that, there's things like the MLS, who watches Major League Soccer in the U.S. Nobody. We watch the World Cup once every four years, like every other American does. And I'm sure there are people that watch Major League <laughs> Soccer, but they're getting paid thirty five, forty thousand dollars a year. And LeBron James signed a thirty six no, million dollars. No,
0: Pull it up. you got to be getting paid more
1: on a average. Guarantee you they're under six figures. Guaranteed.
0: Uh, anywhere between sixty three and eighty one k. Yeah. So you're or, or earning like, it, I
1: mean, to pl- under like six
0: figures. Tw- I mean, you did say under six figures. Yeah. I want
1: to to play a game. It like. Th- if that's the game you love, you could be perfectly happy making six, 60000 to $80,000 doing something that you really love. The problem is you can't do it forever.
0: You're also not Ronaldo. W-
1: yeah. And like LeBron James is making $36 million a year. So like there's going to be games that are bigger. I'm just curious as to what it's going to be and how do people get that content. Because originally it was modern media. It was TBS. It was Fox. It was CBS. It was those things had sports on them. And then they became like they advertised and put them on. And originally it was radio. They're
0: becoming decentralized. No, I I get what you mean. I mean. So I I heard a quote once. And I want to say it was like Gary Vee or someone like that. And he was like think about this for a second he's like you have more information in your pocket right now than reagan had at his disposal yep reagan wasn't that long ago no right which is crazy to think about right so you know again this is going back to how quickly we're evolving i think and this is again i'm not gonna get up and get my tinfoil now but like with how prevalent ar and vr and not to sound silly, but like, I think the future of esports is a middle ground version between sports. athletes. Yeah. Between traditional athletes and current esports, right? Like, the future of esports isn't Dota, it's Tron.
1: Yeah, I, I completely agree. And I think we've talked about it on previous episodes before where it's enhanced sports.
0: Yeah. Did you see Space Jam 2? You know I didn't. I would would sooner book a one-way ticket to North Korea than see Space Jam 2. So
1: basically the beginning of Space Jam 2 is LeBron is shitting on his son for wanting to go to a video game camp to be better at designing video games instead of going to basketball camp to be a basketball player. And what happens is he seems gets, pretty
0: close minded LeBron. Not yeah, cool, bro.
1: He gets downloaded into a simulation of his own game and they have to play each other like LeBron's kid hates LeBron and LeBron also gets put into Looney Tune world and they have to battle for the soul of the Looney Tunes and the universe or whatever. And they're in the kid's game and they're playing basketball and LeBron's trying to play basketball like you would traditionally play basketball. Yeah, I'm letting, you're
0: hurting the audience.
1: Yeah, There's no, someone it's listening fine. to this? It's fine.
0: Physically yeah. in pain listening to the no. plot of Space Jam. So
1: he's playing it like a regular basketball game, and all of a sudden, his son's getting style points. And because he hit a three after crossing somebody up, instead of getting three points, he got 30 because he got a times 10 multiplier for style. So it's going to be that. It's going to I'm going to dunk the basketball on someone and the ba- the hoop is going
0: to explode. NBA Street. Yeah, basically NBA Street. Yeah, that's what. Shit. Yeah. But like, I'm partial and, to Tron because I like cars and cool lights. I'm a simple man. Imagine if it's
1: Call of Duty, but they're actual like you have to do everything like it's just a uh, like a laser tag arena and everyone's got on headsets so that it looks very realistic and hyper realistic that you're in. Like um, I'm trying to think of what the name of the, uh, the map is Fuck.
0: shipment. Shot me and shipment, yes. baby.
1: Yes. <laughs> um, but like it's that, and that's what everyone's seeing, but you're still like, it's not some dude behind a keyboard. It's an actual man running around carrying something that's similar weight to an actual gun. And they're like whipping around, and they're it. It's going to converge on the need to be an athlete as well, and I think that's where we get that happy medium.
0: I agree. I, I mean, look, but it's that. so inter, it's so interesting to think about. See, this is why we got to record late, man. Because I I, I I I'm 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 loose. I was
1: gonna say, yeah. We, I've
0: had my like, uh, my eloquent ideas are flowing I'm as much as nice I was.
1: Vanilla seltzer, also Polar sponsor us. Would love to get get
0: Polar on the line. Yeah, um, see
1: if they'll make us an esports team. Me and you playing uh, Roblox.
0: <laughs> there we go. <laughs> it's hysterical. <laughs> no, what I wanted to say was I think the. We get the AR and that middle ground integration, and we get a lot sooner than we think, right? Say it to me. Tell me five five years. years, Five years.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I would love it.
0: Five years. I think as companies start to get real aggressive with AR and VR headsets, like meta, Oculus, I'm going to call it Oculus, Okay like when they change the names of the bridges in new york I'm gonna, I'm gonna call them what i know them by okay
1: uh don't you mean it's the oculus. governor
0: mayor what's
1: uh whatever cuomo bridge
0: yes his dad
1: oh, so, so it. long
0: don't get me started don't get me started. my point is <laughs> um with so many people trying to make a play for that hardware sector and that vertical right like sony and oculus are pretty much eating everybody's lunch. Yeah, there's the Vive and the Valve Index and all that kind of good stuff, but, like, yeah, Apple, can you imagine when, like, and it's funny, I was talking to, to my family about this the other day. I think it was I was, like, talking to Nicole, my sister. And she's like, oh, like, what else could the next iPhone do? This is not the future. It's the Glasses Minority Report version of the iPhone, that's microchip.
1: the, the microchip. Oh, we're, we're
0: going full Neuralink. I, I think we're a ways yeah. away from that. But I think that once you see bigger companies like an Apple, like an Amazon, like a, you know, I'm trying to think who else is big in the hardware space. Like, yeah, Microsoft had HoloLens, but some somebody who could bring you a product, even if it's a luxury good at a justifiable yep. price point, right? Like perfect example, perfect example. Like four years ago, remember when the folding screen phones came out? They're doing a new one now. They've bit they, they, but this the thing they've been doing them. And when they came out, they were these astronomical prices—sixteen hundred bucks, two grand. Now you're starting to get them under that thousand dollar line. Yep. Not you know thousand dollars for a phone is egregious. I agree iphone whatever my point is the minute you start to get a headset into that lower market i think then and that's widely adopted then you see companies really starting to take advantage of ar and vr capabilities as a sport
1: so do you think it is a game company that does it first and then another company with more spending power capitalizes on it like do you think it's a yes yes
0: you think i think it, it's apple i think it's apple it's either apple or amazon those are the only two companies in my you know direct touch point with a you need a couple things to make something like this succeed you you need tech know-how you need software know-how you and many companies have those two things Yep, but the thing that underlies all of that is you need uh, manufacturing and shipping infrastructure, as well as an established brand name with a lot of trust behind it to push your product. Yep, and Apple and Amazon are the only two that I could think right now who can make a headset work. Like if if iPhone Glass comes out, or like Apple Specs, or whatever it's called, people would buy it. And it's two grand. It's a lot to ask, but in you know four or five years after that, when Apple Specs Two comes out, and it's maybe eleven hundred, maybe. But then there's something like Google, right? The reason I didn't mention Google is because they tried Google Glass, and Google has a habit of abandoning their stuff. More so than all of this, though, is partnership integration, right? Mm -hmm. So let's say, and this is outside of esports, but you you want to know. How esports connects and what the future is. Let's say Amazon, Apple, Microsoft. Everybody makes a affordable AR, VR, you know, peripheral glasses. Mm-hmm. Right? They're all a little yep. bit different, but on the Apple one. Apple buys the virtual rights to Radio City, or Apple buys the virtual rights to Coachella.
1: That's why I think it's Amazon.
0: And I, I was going to say, because it's Twitch,
1: and Twitch
0: bought or
1: Twitch bought Thursday Night Football.
0: They did. So I, that does that funny you say that. that was going to be my next point. I think that's where we're headed with this.
1: Yeah, I think I think you're right. I and I think we're going to see I don't think we're going to get and we might because it, it is trending that way. I don't think we're going to get esports as a fully integrated it's a sport until we get VR audiences. I agree. Once you get that VR audience and you're sitting there with that headset on, and you're watching somebody play basketball, you're watching the Radio City Music Hall, you're watching whatever event you want, what's the difference? Once, it's, once you're consuming it virtual, what's the difference between sitting in an arena and watching someone play football, and sitting in an arena watching somebody slay a dragon? Or... Gladiators. You know
0: you what know, the it's a two-word difference. And those two words are good enough. The minute it becomes good enough for people, it doesn't have to be perfect. But the second they cross that good enough threshold, ooh, baby. We're in for it. I love Matt. It. Bring us in for a landing, buddy.
1: If you liked what you saw here today, remember? Like, subscribe, check out our previous videos. This is not the first time we've talked about esports and it will not be the last. You can find us on YouTube, Spotify, Apple Music, but you could also find us on TikTok, Instagram, and Twitter. Give us a follow, give us a like, and remember, as always, happy gaming
0: and Bobby loves you. It's true. Wherever you consume content, I will make a point that we were there. As a quick addendum here, I do love oh. you. I love you all. No, no, no. Quick addendum here. No, no, no. I'm loving these deep dive episodes. Don't get me wrong, I love the newscast, but I like these one-off topics. We had the, the emergency conference with the Sam. We're working on some interviews. And I'm gonna I'm gonna will this into existence right now. Cause I was flipping through TikTok. And you know exactly what I'm gonna say here. Slipping through TikTok, and I saw that one of my absolute heroes. In the games industry, David Jaffe, creative Twisted Metal, creative God of War, has his own Twitch channel. Check him out there. He did a uh, podcast with a, with another fellow TikTok games, you know, on the smaller end, going to be on the bigger end. So David Jaffe, we're going to interview you because there's so much I'd love to talk to him about the business of games. Too much. No? Too much. I'm speaking it into existence. No, Ma- I'm Mark- saying
1: too much we want to talk to him about. Oh yeah Not yeah. Not that
0: yeah. it was yeah. No no no. We're good. Jaffy, it. whether it's whether it's next week or next year or next month, Jaffy is going to be on the podcast. I'm speaking that into existence. Love to see it. Paul Tassy. Oh, I would love that. Get I would him love on. that so much. Paul Tassy, I'm speaking that in. I'm in a good mood now. Yeah. I am i need to I'm I'm in, I'm, in, I'm, to record, in, I'm, in, I'm in immaculate vibes only mood. Yes. Jaffy. Paul Tassy. Benji Sales. Stop <laughs> dodging the Twitter. You keep liking <laughs> our tweets, but won't answer the DMs, Benji. Stop I sending would like mixed messages. I like to say that I
1: think Benji is just really good at interacting with his community on Twitter. And the DMs, he, I don't think he will answer. Like, I think he's liking our tweets because he's a good community manager. But if you would like to be on the co- podcast, we're always welcome. We're going to get I will, Jaffe. I will try to get Bobby to stop messaging you on Twitter, but I can't promise
0: anything. Jaffe, Benji. Paul. Paul, I'm getting there. Okay. I got two more slots here for the speaking into existence. Do you want it to be you? Are you in those two other spots? Let us know. DM us. If you are an industry professional, if you're a content creator, you like games, you like the business behind us, that was such such a good pitch. We didn't even plan that. No. Let us know. I'll be happy to have you on. You
1: know what else you could let us know? What episodes do you want to see for Playconomics Plus? Because Playconomics Plus is for you by you. We want to know what content you want us to deep dive into and how we can best get it to you. Do you like it here on Playconomics Plus? Do you like it in the news channel? Do you like it on our TikTok? Let us know and let us get you that additional weekly conversational con- content.
0: I love you. I love y'all. Have a good night. I don't. Have and I'll see you day. next week.